Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God. Faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, we answer many questions. This is the show where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano here in South Australia. We've had a wonderful time and good weather and we thank God for that and uh, I hope that um, wherever you're listening from that uh, you've had a wonderful day as well. Currently I'm ministering at uh, Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church in the South Australian Seventh-day Adventist Church Conference. I am delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you. And we have a wonderful guest, a regular co-host, uh, and uh, a wonderful student of the Bible. And uh, what else should I say about Helen? Uh, a good person, a good friend. Well, Helen, welcome. Welcome once again to uh, Faith FM. How are you? Thank you for asking. Yes, I'm well. My throat's a little bit funny tonight. That's right. So um, please forgive me for that. Um, but thank you for your words and you're welcome. Yes. Really what you could just say is I'm a sinner saved by grace. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Helen is a humble lady that I know. <laughs> and she's also ministering at Birdwood. If you happen to be in the area, please do come by. Uh, here in South Australia, we have a number of uh, Adventist churches and we'd love to uh, have you uh, uh, visit. Can I just put in a plug for Birdwood All right. on, on Sunday and Monday this week from 10 to 4, I think it is on both days, <laughs> we're having a book sale, second-hand wonderful, books, wonderful. and anybody is welcome, you know, yes. they're not, not terribly expensive, you know, one yes. or two dollars, yes. um, and it's going towards Faith FM. Oh, wonderful, so there you it's go. it's a good cause. Yes, yes. Please, please come, and if you want to know the address, yes. um, they can ring in here, can they? Yes, yes they can yes. ring uh, the same number, uh, it's going to be 401 3050777 if you ring Faith FM definitely we'll, we'll, uh, we'll direct you to uh, uh, to the Birdwood Church it's not a Birdwood Church All right. it's in one of the elders houses okay. um, in um, what's the name of the street somewhere in it's Birdwood street. yeah it's not very far that's from right. the St. Davis Church right. anyway oh that's good yeah. well maybe I should also inform our listeners that we also have uh, um a series uh, starting this Saturday at uh, 11 a.m. at the Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, the address there is 123 Edward Street, Melrose Park. We'll be looking at lo- living in the end times because we are living in a world where uh, there are so many things happening and many people are failing to make sense of what's happening and what the future holds. And so we will be studying uh, uh, what it means to live in the end times. Now, dear friend, our theme for this week has been uh, a question indeed. Is biblical creation dead? That's the question we've been wrestling with throughout this week. Now, dear friend, if you've missed the previous presentations, once again, you can visit uh, faithfm.com.au and you will be able to listen not only to the theme for this week, but to the previous pre- uh, presentations and themes as well. Now, we would like to let you know, however, that... Uh, while that has been the theme for this week, we have a question which we are dealing with just for today. And the question is, did Jesus teach and believe biblical creation? 
Before we go any further, I'd like to open with a statement uh, from uh, Jim Gibson. Uh, he is the director of the Geoscience, uh, a, 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 a a department there that is uh, focused on scientific research, uh, but at the same time looking at how that uh, relates to the Bible. And this is what he had to say. Our world is full of evidence of thoughtful and intentional design. From the beauty we see in the bright, uh, let me read that again. From the beauty we see in the brightly colored flowers and birds to the complexity of the cell and the very structure of the universe itself. Evidence of design is seen even in our capacity to appreciate the beauty and our ability to examine the creation and thoughtfully contemplate its meaning. Inevitably, we are led to wonder how the design came about and what it means for our own existence. Now, in this discussion tonight, we are going to study this topic from a biblical perspective. We do believe that the Bible is the Word of God, and we believe that God is the Creator Himself. Now, if you've missed the, uh, some of the studies we've done on uh, on the validity of the Bible, once again, if you visit Faith FM, you'll be able to uh, to find those uh, previous presentations. However, we also like to let you know that. Um, uh, in this discussion, we are going to try, we are endeavoring to look at what the Bible says. Not necessarily what science says, uh, but what the Bible says and uh, what Jesus himself had to say. And so we would like you to understand that when, when the Bible was written, God was sending a letter, a love letter, his message to a people living on earth not to explain the scientific complexities of the atoms but rather to communicate to the human heart trying to uh, uh, show mankind the way to salvation and so the bible therefore is written from an earthward standpoint not from a scientific standpoint it's a story of god in search for mankind uh, who had gone astray and so my friend with that in mind we can all therefore appreciate god's message to us and we'll be able to get some glimpses from this of the belief uh, which the bible authors even jesus himself had uh, regarding creation so let me be maybe open this discussion uh, uh with the following question and helen how do we answer this question what was jesus view of scripture because i believe scripture is the benchmark of truth and i believe it is the source of which we are going to be drawing from so what was jesus view of scripture and maybe creation as well if you want to uh, attempt answering that question as well well i guess one of the questions we could say did jesus say mm. That he was a creator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Right. We believe that, and and I hope we'll be able to substantiate that as well with scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also um, the fact that he created in six literal days. That's right. That's right. And if we go back and look at his words, we yes. will find that that's exactly what Jesus was saying. Wonderful. And we see, though, in the New Testament, we see mm-hmm. that Jesus clearly taught that the creation was young. Yes. For Adam and Eve existed mm-hmm. from the beginning. That's right. Not billions of years after the universe and earth came into existence. That's right. And when we search the, the scriptures, we certainly find many interesting statements that Jesus himself made mm. that relate to the issue. In fact, Mark 10, 6, have you got that there? Mark chapter 10, verse 6, mm. yes. Uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 6 says... 
But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. And these are the words of Jesus. If you have the yes. red letter Bible, these words are actually in red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jesus believed clearly that mm. Scripture was God's word. That's right. That's and right. And therefore truth. And John seventeen seventeen. What does that say? Yes, John seventeen seventeen. It says, uh, "There you go." Uh, it says here, "Sanctify them by your truth." Your word is truth. And those are the words of Jesus yes. once again. And mm. also in John 10, 35, yes. he states fairly clearly that it can't mm. be broken. That's right. John if, 10, 35. Yep, verse 35. If he call them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken. Yeah. Mm. And he believed that very That's firmly. Right. A lot of the quotes that Jesus made in the New yes. Testament mm-hmm. came from the Old Testament That's as well. Right. And he That's believed right. that all scripture yes. was inspired that's right. And, you know, we can see as we, if we were to go through the New Testament, Matthew mm. 19, Matthew 23, 24, mm-hmm. what have you, it can be seen there's references there to Adam, yes. to Abel, yes. to Noah, Abraham, Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah, and we could go on. That's right. You know, and it also applies to Jesus' understanding of Jonah. Remember, mm. he mm. also yes. mentioned Jonah. That's right. So he quoted a lot from the Old Testament. Yes, yes. But he didn't see Jonah as a myth. That's right. Or a legend. That's right. And the meaning of the passage would lose its force if it were. That's right. You know, you think about it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's interesting that if we were to go through, there are more, there are multiple passages in the New Testament where Jesus quotes from the early chapters of Genesis onward. Yes. Now, we've just read, did we read Matthew? Uh, we just read John. Okay. What about Matthew 19, 4 to 6? All right. Matthew 19, uh, verse 4 to 6. Yeah. All right, here it says, uh, And he answered and said to them, This is Jesus, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? Interesting. Yes, so yeah, he, re- he yeah. refers again to creation, mm, mm, and mm. I think it's it's very significant. He also quotes from Genesis one twenty seven. Yes, Genesis one twenty seven. Yeah. All right, Genesis one twenty seven. It says, uh, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Yeah. Okay, tell me, who was Jesus? So Jesus was the creator. Yeah. I, I, okay. I think it's simple and straightforward. Um, yeah. That, that's exactly right. In fact, that's John right. tells us that in his, in his uh, Opening. scriptures. That's right. What does Genesis 2.24 say, please? Genesis 2.24. All right, and, and Genesis two twenty four says, uh, "Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh." Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, then, the next thing I just want to mention is that Jesus actually said yes. when he walked on this earth, he used yes. the words. I think it was in John five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to check up on that. John okay. five forty five to forty seven. All right. He says, "Do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, Moses, mm-hmm. in whom you trust. Right. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me. Yes. Have, yes. Have you got the same passage? Yes, it is the same passage. And can you go on with that? Yes. From there? For he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Which that's, is, yeah, that's profound. Let me just quickly make this connection uh-huh. here. So now Moses wrote the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Now in that written account, Moses talks a lot about God being the creator 
uh, the sustainer of all life and uh, and how worship is due to God. Interestingly, here Jesus says that actually Moses wrote about him. That is actually profound because the verses which we have just read, uh, especially the one in Matthew said, have you not heard that uh, he created Interestingly, he's actually referring to himself. Yes. He's the creator. So in other words, he's saying, if you would have read the Old Testament, uh-huh. everything that was said then was actually referring to me, the creator. That's, that is actually profound. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting that Josephus, who was a great historical writer mm-hmm. at the time around, you know, after Christ, just yes. after Christ, he indicated that the Jews of the day believed that both the first day of creation and Adam's creation were about 5,000 years before Christ is wow. what they they actually came up with. That's right. But you know Moses, they believed in Moses. They yes. believed in Moses's writings. And yes. Jesus is virtually saying, if you don't believe in me, you can't believe in Moses. Mm. And in mm. Moses, a very good text that you would probably know well, Exodus yes. twenty eleven. Yes, yes. Part of the Ten Commandments. That's right. And here it's very clear That's what right. Moses thought of, and what God thought. Exactly. And and he says, especially verse eleven. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Mm. This, wow. of, this, of course, is the basis for our seven-day week, isn't it? Mm, that's right. <clears throat> he that's said right. six days of work and one day yes. of rest. Yes. And interestingly, too, um, from this text we get then to know uh, who is the Creator who put everything into uh, into the weekly cycle? Uh, you know, it, there's a lot we can get from this text, really, because um, yeah, we we get to understand uh, even our basis for worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. That's right. And I guess one of the questions I would ask is, what is what is so important about us keeping? That command. Well, I, I believe that is important because the very beginning of actually that command is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Then God explains why, because we are the creation and He's the creator. So really worship is due to Him because after all, we owe our existence to, 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 to the creator. It's yeah. a memorial, isn't it? It's mm, a memorial right. of creation. That's right. And acknowledging that mm, God mm. created the world. That's right. So that's the biblical viewpoint. Yes, and, that is the biblical that's, viewpoint. Yeah, that's the yeah. viewpoint which I take, and I yes, know that yes. you do You do mm. as well. well. Well, since we've already read that the Bible cannot be broken, <laughs> I believe we must trust the Old Testament as well. And, and in fact, um, I, I know that in Hebrews four nineteen, I believe it is, that he also says that there remaineth a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Uh, and uh, we know that the disciples also rested on Sabbath. So really, from Genesis to Revelation, we take it as the Word of God, which cannot err. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even some of the um, the stories that uh, that we're told in mm. Genesis and through the whole Bible, mm. people say, oh, no, that couldn't have happened. And yet Jesus, there's many, many texts yes. that he actually quotes That's right. from those very passages, which That's shows right. that he believed that they weren't allegories, mm. that they were actually true. Yes, and, yes. Um, yeah, I, I believe the passages taken together strongly imply that Jesus took Genesis 1 as literal history. Literal, that's right. He described right. creation in six 24-hour days. Yes. But there are actually more explicit mm. passages. Sorry, before you go there, let, I want to quickly unpack that part. He took it as six literal days. Well, the Bible supports that because the creation account is there was evening, there was morning, the next day, the Bible doesn't actually say, "Oh yeah, first day, 
All right. Second day does leaving uh, people to, to 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 wonder how long. No, it actually says yes. there was evening, there was morning, yes. the next day, which is yeah. interesting because there are some people believe that they, you know, it was years. Mm. You know, mm. the, the first day represented one year, mm. and then they liken it to say, well, we've had six thousand years. And the 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 next is the Sabbath, mm-hmm. so then mm-hmm. we have to rest. Well, that's right? not what Scripture is saying, though. No, that's not yeah. what Scripture yeah. says, but that's yeah. how some people actually perceive, okay. Okay, perceive. that okay. as well, which I I think it's interesting. Okay, um, let me see. Yes, I guess I guess we, I guess we were just uh, emphasizing the fact that uh, uh, Jesus upheld Scripture. Jesus believed in creation. Jesus yep. quoted Old Testament stories to be true, uh, true um, historical accounts. And uh, unless if you wanted to add anything more, but I think you've answered my question. <laughs> oh, we go home now, do we? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we, but maybe not yet. Maybe we need to to, yes. to dig a bit deeper. And um, yes. anything else you'd like to share before we take a, a short, quick break? Well, I I just like to bring out again. Mm. It's in Colossians, I believe, Colossians yes. one sixteen and seventeen. Oh yes, that it makes it clear that Jesus, the Son of God, was the one who created all things. We've mentioned yes, that, but let's right. just look what it says. I can read it, Colossians yes. one sixteen to eighteen. 16 to 17. Uh, 16 to 17. All right. For by him, and that is Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Verse 17. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And some translations will say, all things hold together. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Now, of course, you'll have people who believe in evolution. They'll say, oh, well, that's not really quite so. That's mm. not what Darwin's theory was all about. Mm. I was interested to hear, I listened to Joseph on Monday. All right. Um, he was with... Um, he was with Nick. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And they they were actually discussing creation and evolution. Mm. And I was sitting there and I'm thinking, <clears throat> come on, come on, Joseph, mention <laughs> mention about irreducible complexity. All right. All and right. he did. And um, <clears throat> it, it was done fairly quickly. Yes. And I remembered a while ago I had a discussion with an evolutionist. Mm. Actually, I often have discussions with evolutionists. Okay. One evolutionist told me the reason he believed in evolution is because he didn't want to believe or give authority to a God in heaven. Because, <clears throat> you know, he said, that's just how I am. But that's a skewed view, though. Yeah, but it was an interesting viewpoint. Interesting. But another man, he kept coming back at me and making out that evolution was right. And I actually brought up about irreducible complexity. That's right. Maybe you can explain <laughs> that to some of our, view, uh, our listeners. Well, yeah. I thought it was interesting how Joseph did it, too, because okay. he used the analogy of a mouse trap. That's right. Which, of course, you know, they do use. What I would like to bring out, though, that um, Darwin, I believe, had made a statement, something to the effect of, mm. if it could be proven that irreducible complexity is the only way that something could have been created, and I'm paraphrasing a bit here, Okay. <coughs> but he said his theory would go out of the window. Right, right. Now, when you talk about a mousetrap, and you've mm-hmm. got all the parts of a mousetrap, unless all the parts in the mousetrap are there, it's not That's a mousetrap. Right. That's right. That's now, right. they often use the example of a bombardier beetle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how much you know about the bombardier beetle, no, but it actually all, has actually. two two chambers yeah. which emit different gases. Now, right. if that bombardier beetle yes. had ev- evolved, uh-huh. we wouldn't have bombardier beetles because it would have blown itself up. Right. Because it needed both of those 
yes. gases, the right um, amount that he would actually emit from his body to attack his, um, you know, his... Yeah, uh, okay. what am I predator to Yeah, predator, okay. that's the yeah. word. All right. So there's another example right. of irreducible complexity. Okay. And there is more. I mean, if you go and look at not just nature, but look at, look at our eyes, look at, look at, look at the human. Mm, it's, the DNA, yeah. that's right. And that's Darwin right. just kept on saying, mine is only a theory. That's right. Oh, yeah, true. And Actually, <laughs> the last time I checked, it hasn't been, a fa- hasn't been proven to be a fact yet. No, but, <laughs> but All right. did you know... You know, you've probably heard of Richard Dawkins. I've heard, yes, and his book. Yes, I, I've I've read it. I've just got yeah. a note here about him, if I can find it. Interesting. That While you're finding that, let's return to scripture a little bit, because uh, our intention here is not to get so much into the sciences, but scripture. And and I would like to read John chapter one. Verse 1, 2, 3, just to establish the authority of Jesus as the creator. In the beginning was the Word. The Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Verse uh, 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. But just so people understand what that word is, verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so here, uh, John is using a... uh, um, a language here, which is what uh, is commonly known as the divine logos, is using the word uh, logos, of which um, uh, uh, an author, a favorite author of mine, Ellen White, has written beautifully in the book Desire of Ages, page uh, 19, where she has actually help, helped us to simplify what this really means. It was he, Jesus, who was the word of God, meaning God's thought made audible, and God uh, uh, character being seen now uh, 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 physically, and so really Jesus came to reveal all about God. But but what we learn uh, uh, specifically in these uh, three verses in John chapter one is that actually that Jesus is actually God, and that He actually created, and nothing was created. Uh, what does He say again? All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. So in other words, nothing came into existence without. Him. That's quite interesting. And we'll come back to you now. I want to ignore Richard Dawkins at the moment. All right, all right. <laughs> because, well, I mean, look, I suppose I should follow that through because I did mention him. Okay. Um, very brash atheist and yes. anti-creationist. He mm-hmm. said in his book, The Greatest Show on Earth, yes. these are his words. He says, yeah. evolution is a fact. Right. Interesting. 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 He said, beyond reasonable doubt, beyond serious doubt, beyond sane, informed, intelligent doubt, beyond doubt, evolution is a fact. And he says it again, evolution is a fact. And my book will demonstrate it. Interesting. Well, it's not a fact. Last I'm time sorry. I checked it, it's still called a theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But getting back okay. to, to Jesus, you know, as the creator. Yes. Wanted to think about something. In fact, read to me Psalm thirty-three, six to nine. Psalms. Yeah, Psalms. Thirty-three. Yeah, verse, verse? six to uh-huh. nine. Psalms thirty-three, verse six. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of His mouth. Verse seven. He gathers the waters of the sea together, as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Verse eight. 
Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Verse 9. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. That okay. is amazing. So by the word of his mouth, hmm. he spoke and it was done. That's right. It was instantaneous. That's right. After all, he's God. Yeah. yeah. So you think, we'll talk about creation in a minute, but you yes. think about the wine that he the water to wine. Yes, yes, in John chapter 4. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Was it, was it instantaneous? Definitely. And, you know, Helen, we, we really do have to take a short break, but I'll just close. I'm just getting wet. I, 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 know, I know you're excited. You've got quite a lot to share. That's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just, just, just hang in there for a minute. Yeah. I would just like to share that, uh, you know, once, uh, one, uh, once upon a time, I took a class on, you know, the conflict between evolution and, um, evolution and, uh, theology. Uh, evolution and creation, uh, something to that effect. And I remember, you know, they were talking about the radio me- dating, radio metric dating and so forth. But I remember, but then I remembered these words. If God can speak something into an existence, if God can speak a tree into existence, full grown tree, then a human being from a human standpoint would be counting the rings, whereas God just spoke that tree into existence. Yeah. So we ought to trust God. In fact, at the end of the day, we know that we are so limited even in our knowledge. Even the brightest man there yeah. has has only an understanding or has or knows only about five percent of what is to be known Very in the world. Very limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we take a short quick yes. break and then Go we'll ahead. be back? I would like to remind our viewers that uh, our listeners, should I say, that uh, uh, we do have a free offer. And this is Revelation, the Bride and the Beast and Babylon. If you contact us on 0401-305-077 and send us your contact details, name and address, we can actually send that to you. The number is 401 3050077 Let us listen to this song A New Creation by Carly Fletcher and may you enjoy uh um may you enjoy the 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 song and here it is to a 